You can buy yourself flowers, write your name in the sand, give a side eye to your coworker, or put a white boy on your roster. If these words mean nothing to you, congratulations, you're not on TikTok. Welcome to Overthinking in Your Underwear, the show where we overthink everything from self-love to reality TV. I'm Lindsay, author of Overthinking in Your Underwear, the book, now available on Amazon, and now the podcast. Every week, I share whatever I'm overthinking with you. And now, back to this week's episode. Many say I'm too old to talk, but it's part of commerce and conversation these days, and as unavoidable as that one annoying neighbor in your building. You see, I'm in advertising, so a few months ago, I found myself in a Zoom room for a TikTok brainstorm with a gaggle of Gen Zers touting terms as audible as the squeals of dolphins. I smiled and even laughed when I saw their faces turn at the corners in a way that meant something was funny. What the hell are they talking about, I thought. Should I chime in with, what if we do the dip doc doogie next week? Needless to say, I had nothing to contribute. Not a dip, not a doc, not a doogie. Which is how I found myself scrolling through TikTok the past six months for more hours than a sixth grader on a road trip to the Grand Canyon. Recently, in a dead-eyed scroll, I came across the term canon a bit. As you may imagine, I had no idea what these kids were talking about. Was it good? Is it bad? Could it be related to Nick Cannon? The posts went something like this. Going for the bad guy, even though I know he will break my heart. I want to stop it, but it's a hashtag canon event. Seeing my brother get cut from his high school football team. Sad, but it's a canon event. Going through a friend breakup junior year. Sucked, but it's a canon event. After talking to my Gen Z niece and her friend, I faintly understand the origins of the term canon event. It refers to the new movie Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. It's a pivotal, cataclytic decision that sets off an inevitable chain of events. Further reading added an unstoppable event in your life that builds character. This explanation was more metaverse superhero Zuckerberg than I was after, which led me to Webster my own definition. A canon event. An unstoppable event, initially perceived as negative, that canons you into the next phase of your life. Optimistically, you can canon to growth healing in a higher level than where you began. Used incorrectly, your canon event sets off a reaction of negative decisions and wrong turns. While some TikTok trends lead to nothing but humiliation and bald eyebrows, this one was worth overthinking, even for those of us outside the last generation in the alphabet. At 45, you've been shot out of a cannon more than once. They were breakups, boom. Drinking mishaps, boom. Career setbacks, boom. And plain old system malfunctions, boom, boom, boom. It made me realize when we talk about cannon, we're discussing failure, disappointment, and how you navigate the shell shock. Understanding the power of failure and the purpose of grit in our life can help in the moment of defeat and provide perspective as we move forward. These are the moments that make you. Failure, breakups, and setbacks rattle you out of a routine and bring a thrust of new energy. After the dust settles, channel your energy away from self-defeating thoughts or activities and toward positive energy and action. According to Psychology Today, the benefits of failure include increased creativity, innovation, and improved resilience. What's your next move? A better job? A new class? Grabbing your yoga certification? Use this failure momentum and knock off some goals on your list. A win you only get for losing. Winners may get the accolades, but losing spurs grit. 
a personality trait more important than IQ, according to Pennsylvania psychologist Angela Duckworth. According to Duckworth, grit, as defined as perseverance and passion for long-term goals, is one of the defining factors of success. So don't be afraid to fail. Your losses add up to a lifetime of learning and a stronger, grittier personality that prepares you to take on the next thing in your life. So getting gritty. So what do we do? Sit around and hope for the worst? Of course not. As a parent or even as ourself, try new and novel activities that get outside your comfort zone and can possibly end in failure. If a task brings frustration, don't immediately tap out and hire someone to do it. Try to work your way out of it with a little grit and problem solving. When an opportunity arises at work or elsewhere that feels outside your skill set, speaking at a quarterly meeting or chairing a fundraiser, raise your hand instead of shying away. Chances are you'll have some setbacks, but those setbacks also build grit. Look, I know all of this advice (laughs) is really fine on paper, but it's hard to process in the moment of failure. This kind of advice is really good in hindsight. We didn't. Something else I say in the book, Overthinking in Your Underwear, is learn your lessons and leave it there. Don't sit with your failures for too long. So I talk about the 15-minute overthinking session. I realize that's a lot to ask. If you need to process a breakup or a failure, Set the timer on your phone for 15 minutes and really write out everything you want to say. I feel small. I feel terrible. I feel like I shouldn't have lost that job. I feel or say I feel like I should have lost the job. I feel like I failed. I feel like a loser. I say everything you want to say to yourself. Say everything you want to say to someone else. Say everything you feel about this failure. Everything you want to overthink about this for 15 minutes. When it's done, when the timer goes off, crumple up your piece of paper and throw it away. You've given that pain and failure, your 15, it's 15 minutes and you're done with it. So next time you're driving to the grocery store and it pops in your mind, nope, we're done with it. Turn off that thinking, that overthinking in your inner monologue. Sitting with the failure really doesn't do anything with it. I, I think we think sitting with the failure and processing it, A, we're supposed to do it. We deserve to do that. That's not really true. And second of all, I think we think, well, it's going to save me from not making it happen again. If you give it its 15 minutes, you can learn your lesson. You can pick it up and put it down. But when you're you know, driving to Target, you don't need to overthink it again. You don't need to overthink everything that went wrong for the 15th time, right? You've already thought about it. Give it its 15 minutes and throw it away. You don't need to live with this pain and failure for the next month. You don't. You don't deserve that. You don't deserve to beat yourself up about this over and over again. And actually living with pain and failure in your body, running through your inner monologue, it's going to lower your self-worth and living with that in your body actually can make you sick. Don't live with that in your body. Overthink it for a second, pick it up, put it down, learn your lessons and leave it there. The other thing I like to say about failure is find some failure role models. (laughs) I have a lot of failure role models. Everyone's heard the one about how Michael Jordan didn't make his freshman basketball team. I love that one. I'm not a basketball player, so it's not totally relevant to me. I have a lot of writing failure role models. David Chase is who wrote The Sopranos. The Sopranos came out when David was in his mid to late 50s. 
he probably had some success before that, but that was his big thing. That was his big success. I'm not actually looking to write a epic mob movie, but I always kind of look for writing for writing role models. And there's lots of writing role models out there because actually people don't become writing is kind of one of those those fields that you have to work pretty hard on until until later in life. Even if it's romantic, if you just went through a divorce and you're looking for a failure role model and you go, I just went through a divorce, but I'm looking at this woman who is living her best life now. She's remarried, if that's what you want. She's remarried. She found a partner. She's really happy. She has never been happier right now where you are. That's not where you are, but you look at her and you see how she got from where you are to where she is, which is where you want to be. And that is your failure role model. It doesn't always have to be career related. It could be a health role model. If you are in a really bad health situation and you see someone who worked them way, their way out of a health situation and you say, oh my gosh, they did it. They beat their migraines. You can find the failure role model. We have the internet, do some searching, find support groups. I think that's a really powerful thing to kind of to put that person in front of you down the road as a goal, as a pattern to follow. And I, I find that really helpful for me. So I have the let's overthink it section always in the written version where I help you get a little bit deeper into whatever we're talking about. This one is helping you find your canon event. I think the canon event thing is admittedly a little bit silly, but when I was looking at all of them on TikTok, it's just kind of my thing, right? I can't let something go. I have to overthink it. Like I said, when you get to be my age, you have many canon events. One that I think about a lot is quitting my job a couple of years ago. I worked in corporate America for years and I've written about this too. I feel like everything I've, I've written about most things. I worked in corporate America for so many years. 20 maybe as a copywriter at an ad agency. And it really didn't fit my soul. The work did. I really like branding. I like copywriting. I like being creative, but the environment was really, it just didn't suit me. It didn't fit. It didn't let, allow me to take care of my health. It didn't fit me mentally. It didn't fit my introverted personality. And I didn't necessarily know it, except that I wasn't totally happy. And there were so many times that I sat there and thought, there were so many times that I sat there and thought, it's not the work that I don't like. I like the work, but this environment, like this environment suffocates me. This routine suffocates me. I know. Welcome to working, Lindsay. Welcome to being an adult. I get that. I get that. I went uh, freelance five years ago, maybe more. And it felt like the world flipped upside down. It felt like a breath of fresh air. I felt like a new lease on life. Like I didn't even know this was possible because for so many years I sat there and went, well, wait, this is just the way the world works and there's nothing I can do about it, but just sit here and be miserable. I think a lot of people thought that too before the pandemic. And then the pandemic hit and we all went, well, wait, maybe there's a different way of working. Now I'm getting off a tangent on a tangent about remote work, but you know, whatever. And people went, oh, wait, look, there's a different way to work. There's a different way to work that actually takes care of 
different sides of our personality and nurtures different sides of our mental health and who we are and our physical health and allows us to work and take care of ourselves. But making that shift in how I work was such a canon event for me because it allowed me to see the world so differently. It also allowed me to nurture other creative projects like the one I'm doing right now, like writing a book. It was such a shift for me. It was a, such a positive shift for me. So even though, and at first it was, it was this shift of losing a job, quitting a job. I was terrified. I was terrified. I was like, I've always been linked to a corporation, health insurance, a paycheck that came in every two weeks. I was terrified. I did not know what was going to happen. And I, and I was so scared. So at first it was an event initially perceived as negative that inevitably turned out great. That feels like a real canon event for me. Something that really turned things on its head. While I was writing this, my niece and her friend popped by and I grabbed the microphone and was like, okay, I want to talk to you guys about canon events because this is like in the sweet spot of your generation. And I, we had a really fun conversation that I'm going to share with you right now. It's funny because we go to a place I didn't think we were going to go, like the nuance of the word, like, oh, is it an inevitable event? Well, what if it's not inevitable? What makes it an inevitable event? They're funny. They're smart. They were getting into the semantics of it. But it's it's a fun conversation to listen to, to listen to their perspective of it. They're in such an exciting time of their life, filled with canon events. So have a listen. I hope you enjoy. So I found some Gen Zers, oh my myself, <laughs> to talk to canon, to talk to me about canon events. So... <laughs> What I found was they actually didn't even know what it was. So I felt like I was the cool one. Uh, Marley. Yeah. So Marley, thanks for sitting with me. Harper, thanks for <laughs> sitting with <laughs> me. So, so yeah, just a second ago, I asked them if they knew what a Canada event was. They said, sort of, mm-hmm. I sort of think it has something to do with Spider-Man too. Do you guys, have you guys have yes, any reference? Yeah, it's a Spider-Man uh, audio, and there's lots of, like, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, and I don't get the connection. Never seen Spider-Man, so I don't get it at all. I mean, I've never seen a Tobey Maguire. I've never seen a Tom Holland. I've never seen a Spider-Man. No. What? No, I'm sorry, you guys. I have a Spider-Man poster in my room. Okay. Yeah, all right. So you should really know. But yeah, I, know. I still did some digging, you guys, and so let me tell you what a canon event is. Um they put people post things like going for the bad guy, even though I know he will break my heart. I want to stop it, but I can't. It's a canon yeah, event. Yeah. Seeing my brother get cut from his high school football team, sad, but it's a canon event. Going through a friend breakup your junior year sucked, but it's a canon event. Yeah, yeah, so it was hard for me to like, I kind of Googled like, what's a canon event? <laughs> And I couldn't find a succinct definition, but I webstered my own de- de- uh, I, I webstered my own definition. definition. Okay. So canon is what? Is it canon? <laughs> well, you mean yeah, cannonball? I mean, go ahead. What? Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> Harper. But I know it's also really big on Twitter for <laughs> people Twitter. who like um, fan cast, fan cam, or um, fan fiction. Okay. So it's like. If somebody has a theory about a character, if it's real, the writers have really confirmed it, even if it wasn't in the show, then it's a canon event. So, like, Stranger Things, Will Byers being gay, 
It was okay. like a huge sort of like conspiracy theory for a second, but then the creators like, they they confirmed it. Okay. So then at that point forward, it it is canon. It is canon. Oh, okay. That word. So it's the, just the meaning of that word, then using the word canon in that way. It's like true. It's like different. Yes. And what I'm thinking, I'm thinking different when it's like, it's a canon event. Yes. But it also has met in a way where it's like, it's a. To catapult you forward is how life. I was using it. You're using the word canon okay. different. I think as you're to get as like, and it's an inevitably written in, inescapable, like confirmed event that you will endure. In yeah. pop culture, the word canon refers to aspects of a story or fiction or world or universe that are cons- considered to be official or canon. God, Harper for the win. Pop culture, meaning they have I'm been <laughs> meaning they have been confirmed within the story or in some other way. For example, the author or the director might confirm some. This is almost exactly what you said. Yep. Did you write Wikipedia? She was like, <laughs> it. I, I no, she wasn't. She was not that. looking at her it's phone. Twitter, you know okay. Oh my God. It, yeah. And it's spelled C A N O N, yes. which is different from like, so here, let me tell you what I, cause I'm going to completely flip this on its head and it's okay. It's okay. Still We're still going. TikTok? Yeah. Okay. So, cause I said I couldn't find it, find it. So I, my own definition based on like the context clues of what people were saying, mm-hmm. a canon event to me seemed like an unstoppable, an unstoppable event initially perceived as negative that canons you forward into the next phase of your life. Like that's sort of how it felt, which I, it seems like I'm wrong, but that's sort of how it felt. Um, okay. like saying like you date the bad guy and then you, that's a canon event it's because then it's, event it sets you up forward. to then, do you start now to only dating good guys? Do you go into a spiral where you're depressed for two years? Like what phase does that but push you like, into? Is it, really, is it really? Oh, I guess if it's not like because you said it's going to be like, or it initially seems bad, mm-hmm. but what if it is just bad? Right. No, it can be, but I mean, <laughs> it's I, so a long I mean, optimistic, like episode. optimistically, all the ones I've seen on TikTok, I think I've interpreted it in an optimistic sense. Cause it's right. about like dating or like bad friendships and stuff, but it's all this getting cut from like, a team. Yes. Like that always is a moment. A setback. That's, not That's okay. Yeah, no, no, no. It's good. Like, yeah. Setback. Oh, yeah. But then they, <laughs> a part of this no, whatever. Moving forward. No, 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 no. But yeah, that has a positive end goal. That's how I was reading them. Was like optimistically, you can canon yourself forward. But I mean, of course, the converse can be true. You could date yes. the bad guy and then go into a downward spiral for two yeah, years, yeah, and you're yeah. right. And can, your canon event could bomb you. Yes, it could blow you up. Could blow <laughs> you up. I think it's funny that. I literally had like all this thinking around what canon event meant. And then Harper came in and schooled me in 30 seconds. Not even (laughs) using, not even using, not even using her phone. Um, But that's okay. Can we go forward with the idea that a canon event, because I want to ask you guys your canon events. Can we go forward with the idea that a canon event is an unstoppable event initially perceived as negative that cans you into the next phase of your life? Yeah, that sounds right. Like, that's what it's used as on TikTok for people. A lot of people, like, in our generation go through this just because I know Kennedy and I, like, always make jokes about this. It's how our sophomore year of high school was so shitty and we dated, like, a fucking sophomore asshole. Sophomore slump. It's a you real had thing. Sophomore slump. Like, that's, like, a canon event, I feel like, because it's, like, after that, I did, do feel like I really did change. Like, I feel like you did, too. But I was, like, fuck this shit. Like, I just became a bad bitch. And I wasn't, like, as bad of a bitch. Can you watch your language? Oh, I was, like, you told me I could. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no. So I feel like that's like a universal experience for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. like it's universal canon. Yeah, it's such also, a period yeah. time for teenagers. You're, you're, you're like vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, you're like you have a car. Okay, you can be an asshole as long as you pick me up in your car. That was right. also coronavirus year. So it was yeah. a major year oh, for, for sure, your generation. Yeah. That was a major year for your generation. Frankly, we had a national. I mean, we had a global canon event with the um, <laughs> with the coronavirus i think that yeah. catapulted a lot of people that catapulted people out of their marriages yeah. out of their careers they hated it made people like what? realize so many different things about their lives See, that's a canon event in the way on a global scale cannons you forward yes i don't think that's an inevitable inevitable event but like sophomore slump i think that's a canon yeah. event in the means of like really going through your first heartbreak yes that's yeah. canon in like an inevitable way the pandemic was like canon in a societal push forward way because i don't think that it's inevitable or like i can't unexpected yeah like oh, i don't oh, think yeah. it was like destined Obvious. for every person to go through like it's not like a given that like oh at one point in your life you're gonna you'll go experience see- a two-year like, <laughs> yes stuff. you'll be like, sitting in your apartment level. for two years yeah, like, yeah. experience a heartbreak like that yeah is a given. that's very true there's yeah. there's not the inevitable pro- inevitable part when it comes to um the coronavirus yeah right. yeah like i feel like that's the thing with like the canon events that they're like inescapable mm-hmm. so it's like different like what you do with like your life path like you'll always end up to like you'll like on tiktok like i can't interfere like this is just gonna happen like they say i can't interfere yeah yeah Mm-hmm. But you also couldn't avoid COVID. It's like, yeah, yeah that happened, that happened. You just didn't know it was going to come. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I had a can. I at first when I was writing this, I said, "Well, I'm going to separate into like canon dating, canon canon career, canon oh my God. canon drinking." Love. Which I don't really need to go into all that with you guys. But like, I have a blog that was like about this horrible drinking situation. I'll link to that here now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. It was like a horrible drinking situation that like really made me, I think it, 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 I think it's inevitable as you guys go off to college, you probably will realize this, that you have one of those nights or one of those incidences where you like realize you need to gauge your alcohol, you know? And I had one of those, I wrote about it. Um, and it definitely made me like stop and take a look in the mirror, you know? And I think that happens to a lot of people if they're like actually a drinker Mm -hmm. in their life, you kind of, you like realize where your limits are. Um, that was one of my canon events. I passed out in a cab and like didn't remember it. It was scary. Ugh. Um canon. But do you think that's like inevitable? I, I think it's inevitable think if you're like single or like not even single, but just like young people, like those like mid-20s ages where you're like just figuring yourself and like you're so and you're being irresponsible with alcohol. Yeah, I think it's totally inevitable that people will go through either like a night or like a phase of like I like binge drinking, excessive mm-hmm. partying, like yeah, that's where like compensating. Yeah, like, maybe you sleep through a meeting that was really important, and then right. you're like, oh my god, this was my like moment that where was, I realized like, I, yeah. I only drink on the weekends or mm-hmm. whatever it is. But I, I feel like is such a socially conventional and socially like present act. I think all people have some sort of complicated relationship with it. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I definitely did, and. Mm-hmm. That, def- that don't yes, have that, yeah. but but I definitely did. Um, so dating, yeah, I feel like uh, like your first heartbreak is like a can. Like it's like everyone has. Yeah. It's super inevitable. Like 
it's super yeah. inevitable. You're going to have a first heartbreak. You might have a first time you were cheated on. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have kind of like the first guy you break up with that you don't really want to break up with that you still love him. That's mm-hmm. a really hard one. But you kind of know, sorry, that you kind of know that it's best for you. That's a hard one. That happened, too. And that was a canon event because I, I knew that I needed to. But it was like best for my growth. And it's still hard in a different way. Mm-hmm. That was a canon event. But yeah, the cheated on is one. Those are kind of like inevitable things that happen. I'm sure meeting the right one is a canon event. Your I'll let you guys know. My, oh, yeah. That's when I was sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, my dog was like the biggest canon event of my life. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. What do you, any, what do you guys anticipate canon events coming up in your life? Moving. Like going to college. Moving is I like the biggest, biggest one. Well, moving is huge. Yeah. You were, even before we started taping, you were just sitting here talking yeah. about like, I'm getting ready to move. There's just so many feelings around it. And it is. It's such like a before. It's such canon. a before and after. Yeah. Like after yeah. high school is a universal canon. Like what are people doing? Where are they going? Yeah. Like everyone like mm-hmm. kind of goes through that. And I think that the like panic about it, like the like I'm going to be being like I'm not put together enough. Like I'm not adult enough. Like I feel like that's yeah. a pretty canon event. It's like people like being pushed into adulthood for the first time. Like whether they feel yeah. prepared or not. Yeah. And I think a lot of people go to college and they just like spend all their parents' money and they don't know what they're doing. Right. Like so and yeah, the idea of being like completely independent and like some people I mean, like, won't really experience it like we will at least I mean I'm so excited. Yeah. Honestly. Coming home for from college at that first Christmas after you have that new feeling of like identity and yeah. being out on your own canon event. I'm like you're gonna be like new. a different I don't want to you know? come home that early. That's why you guys are coming out in November. You guys have a lot of canon events ahead of you. Yeah. Thanks so much for overthinking with me this week. Until next time, wishing you all good thoughts.